The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Time for football. Just uh, talking about coaching. I want one of those, too. They just showed Legion Stadium on your television above your head. I want a football coach that knows what he's doing, and I want a stadium that caters to uh, the Bear fans. You know what I want uh, with Ben Johnson as well? Like, if you hire Ben Johnson or a coach like him, I want an offensive line like he's got. I tell you what, that is a good offensive line. I will tell you this as well. I did a little film work today, and I kind of like what I'm seeing from some guys. Like Nate Davis, when he's out there, Nate Davis can play. Okay. And when you put Nate Davis and and Darnell Wright together, like, I get the warm and fuzzies from that. Now, you got to find a center. You know, Cody's snapping the ball all over the place. And I think, didn't Lucas Patrick, he's got an injury. Was it a concussion? I think so. My guess is is that may keep him out a while. Did they put him on a list or anything? I haven't seen what they've done yet. You know, yet they today. activated, or at least they've designated Did, Kramer to return. Right. Would they play him? May I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you this as well. When 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 uh, Tevin Jenkins is in at left, left guard... He can play, but we know. Yeah, we he know. just we, needs we, to we, be yes. available. Yes, and when you know, because you got Borum on the left side. When Tevin Jenkins is next to Borum, it, it, it's okay. It's not great because Borum is the weak link there. But when you have to put Carter in there because Jenkins can't play every snap, then it goes sideways a little bit. But like seriously, and this is a big if. But you continue to develop Darnell Wright. Nate Davis is available, and he may be one of the most athletic guards I've seen in a really long time. Like, gets to the second level, does a lot of really good stuff. You got to get your long-term center in place. Tevin Jenkins, please stay healthy. And it's either Braxton Jones, you know, builds on what he did last year when he comes back. Or maybe because you got a lot of cap space, you go out and you either you pay one of the top left tackles in the league or you draft a guy that can... Or you draft him, yeah. But, like, now, that offensive line is not nearly as bad as we've seen them be in the past. They're still not elite, though. No no one is selling you on elite, but... uh, That's why the Lions have built something special. Like, what they did yesterday, and again, it's Carolina, I know, but they put up points... Without how many of their best skill guys? Uh, Jamison Williams was playing, but he's on a pitch count. Yeah, They're without St. Brown. He's dropping balls all over the place. Jameer Gibbs was out. So they were basically... St. Brown, Brown was out. He was out, yes. He was inactive. Uh, so you had Cor- you had Raymond. You had... Who else? Well, your, your tight end, the rookie out of Iowa, I believe it is, is right. a player. Mm-hmm. David Montgomery's playing well. Like they, They've got guys they plug and play. And the system is, is good. And their offensive line is very good. And... It's a good football team, you know. I mean, like a lot of people poo-pooed them and said, "Well, they're just the, you know, they're just the flavor of the month." Okay, like, but that's a good football team. Would you look at what they can do at the line of scrimmage and flip it to the other side with Hutchinson and the other kid yeah, that they drafted so in the good. fifth or sixth round? Like, they're they're good in the trenches, and usually when you're good in the trenches, that you know dictates that you're going to be good overall. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Your biggest takeaways. Uh, from the weekend and how it related to the Bears. Like, what did you say? Like, I watched this and that's, I want that for the Bears. Or 
this is what I was thinking while I was watching this team. Like that's what we always sort of like to do when when we we watch we get we get this free Sunday to watch football. And you know, inevitably your mind ping pongs back from this game and and kind of how it thinks about the Bears in that. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But my my quickly, my thought is the following. There's there's a few elite teams. And then there's a bunch. And my goal this year for this team, our favorite team, is be part of that next group. Don't be one of the, the dregs of the league, okay? Be one of that, that teams that's in that next group. Give me you an example be an of a team. team. Give me an example of one of the teams now that you want the Bears to be next year. It vacillates. Um, I don't think Jacksonville is an elite team. They're a good team. Um just be one of those groups that, you know, like last year the Giants won a playoff game. This year they stink. I want them to be a team that is that is bumping up against this group of 49ers. And be Dallas. Try to get to Dallas's spot. Dallas isn't elite. You know, be one of those second-tier teams or get yourself out of the basement and be somewhere on the first or second floor of this three three-tier building. I don't know if I can't figure out Dallas or if we've figured out who, exactly who Dallas is. That they are just good enough to be in the race every year to get their ass kicked. Yeah, they're not They're not an elite team. They're not Philadelphia. They're not the 49ers, obviously. The 49ers taught them the meaning of the word respect. But they're in that next tier. They're a team that on some days... They look like world beaters, and next day they look like egg beaters. I mean, that's just who they are. But I just don't want the Bears to continue to be in that group that's Houston. And care- well, Houston's better this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Carolina. I mean, even Atlanta. I want to be better than these teams. I don't want to be New England these days either. I want to be in that next group, that second tier with our eyes on becoming part of that next group down the line. I just thought this year they would be the Lions of last year. That's what I was hoping for the Bears this year. And, and maybe maybe they're going to mirror what the Lions did last year. Maybe they're going to get off to this one in six or seven start. And then they're going to finish with really good a really good kick. The majority of the NFL right now is either middle of the pack or below middle of the pack. Yeah. There's only a handful of teams that you watch week in and week out and go, wow, that's a really impressive team top to bottom. Everybody else? You can you you can envision a scenario where one team will beat the next team, yep. whether it's the Chargers, or it's the Jets, or it's the Ravens, or the Steelers. Like, are the Chargers the AFC Cowboys? Probably, in a lot of ways, I think you can make that case. Like, I, I look, I like their quarterback better than I like the yes, Dallas quarterback. Sure. I've long thought that Dak was talented, but but Dak and Kirk Cousins are the same guy. Like everybody gives yeah, Dak the benefit of the doubt and, and, and wants to, to ride Kirk Cousins. They're the same quarterback. I, and same been, number of playoff wins. I've been wins. very hard on Kirk Cousins on this show. But, man, Kirk Cousins may be more consistent, believe it or not, than Dak Prescott. Yeah. I mean, it's, I was always wanting Kirk, uh, Dak more than Kirk Cousins. But, ooh. Uh, Kerry in Chicago Heights here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kerry? Hey, how you doing, y'all? How y'all doing? Good. Everything's Happy good. Monday. It is Monday, right? Happy Monday. Monday, brothers. So, real quick, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm have a statement, then I'm going to ask you a question. I, I'll see what you guys think about this. So, what I took away from this weekend, the game adjustments that the coaches made, 
San Francisco run like a well-oiled machine. They don't wait to have time to make the adjustments. Hmm. They make it in-game, pretty much series to series. You can you can slowly see the progressions and in the, in, in the little wrinkles the coaches add because they practice and and they, and, and you can tell they practice transfer to the field because they they don't just sit around and get hit. They do the hitting. They attack. And they stay in attack mode, whether it's the defense or the offense or special team. They, the Bears have enough to me. Bears got a good team, man. Bears got some good athletes to me. To me. To get. Right, to give me your list. Give me your list. Who do you like? Of, of, uh, I love. Oh man, the, the skill positions. All the skill positions for the Bears, whether it's wide receivers, tight ends, running back, they are great. The Bears got on paper. The Bears can match up with almost anybody. The offensive line and defensive lines, as Waddle said it earlier, about the game is won in the trenches, and it's lost with turnovers. If you don't win, you beat your man in front of you, simple, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. The Bears, the coaches' staff got to step up to the plate this week. you got to show, because they're going to try to take D.J. Moore out of it. they seen that he got a little thing going with D.J. Moore here, and he got a little thing going with Komet. Okay, could we get Mooney in the offense? Could we run the ball? Because that's what good coaches do. They're going to try to take D.J. Moore away this week. They know the Bears is trying to use him, and, and I get it. So it's up to our coaching staff to show what we made of. That's that's just my opinion. It, it, we know that's going to happen. It's, it's up to... Carrie, uh, I'll, um, I'll tell you this. Like One of the things that was most impressive to me, and it shouldn't be, this should be standard. When you can't function inside the confines of your own defensive system, you have to adjust. They, and we talked about it forever, they could not pressure the quarterback with their front four. Finally, you saw a defensive approach that really looked like they were making adjustments. They blitzed on better than 30% of the snaps. They were running guys in and out of the secondary because so many guys were hurt. But at the very least, they were, they were taking swings. They were trying to affect Sam, what Sam's that? Howell. Howell. They were trying to affect him and trying to get him off of his spot. And if you couldn't do it with four, we're going to bring five. And then we're going to bring six. And then we're going to show you different looks. We're going to walk guys around. Like, that's the most creative and aggressive game plan defensively I've seen from this Bears coaching staff. You've got to continue to do more of that if, in fact, your style isn't working. And they've been reluctant to make those changes on that side of the ball until this past Thursday night. And they decided that, look, you know what? We're going we're gonna to get out of our comfort zone and we're going to go after them. They had a corner blitz that ended up in a quarterback sack. When was the last time a Bears cornerback had a sack? Yeah, yeah it's been, well, I mean, last year. Maybe yeah, Brisker, once. Brisker led them in well, sacks safety, year, right. Or, I'm talking about coming corner, off the corner yeah. with a corner. Uh, and they're getting uh, Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon was designated to return today. Aren't they hoping to get Eddie Jackson back? Eddie Jackson is so. in Naperville with uh, Black and Abdallah tonight, right? Aren't, where are they at? Crossroads, guys? Is that where they're at? We've been to Crossroads before. Um, so join Black and Abdallah. Cross town. Cross town. Yeah. 909 East Ogden in Naperville. Okay, cross town. There you go. Cross town tonight in Naperville. We've been there, too. We've been everywhere. We've been, yes. We've been everywhere. Uh, Mike in the Heights. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey? Hey guys, how's it going? Happy Monday! Happy Monday! Just had a quick, just had a quick question for you fellows and your thoughts. Um, Primetime's doing a phenomenal job in Colorado. Why not maybe give him the chance in the NFL? I mean, what have the Bears got to lose? 
Does he like? Does he want to come to the NFL, or is he just a superstar in college where he could work the transfer portal and 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 do his thing? I think he's perfectly suited for what he's doing right now. I'm I not suggesting because of his kids, um, honestly. But like, once his kids are out, I mean, I think that's the next step for him. And I don't see why the Bears wouldn't at least give a stab at it. Because I'm with you guys. I mean, Eberflus has got to go. He's just not the dude. But I want someone with a big personality, and primetime is big gets. So I don't. I, I see what you guys are saying, but I don't see why what the Bears got to lose to bring him in. Again, I, I don't know what his his intentions are. Um, my guess is at some point he'll want to become a head coach in the National Football League. I think he's perfectly suited to be in the college game. Right? He's the best thing that's happened to college football in the last 365 days. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's he's a, he's got substance to what he's doing. Um, I do believe at some point, if he wants to go to the NFL, he'll have success there as well because he's a hard worker and there is substance, a ton of it to it. But at this point, I, my guess is he would want to stay at the collegiate level. Richard and Na- Richard in Naperville. Richard, are you going to go see uh, Eddie Jackson tonight at Crosstown? Uh, no, I'm not. Why not? Yeah, I saved my money. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey he doesn't want to go. Like, uh, <laughs> Let's you know, it's like uh, I'm just a poor guy out here. You know, I'm trying to keep my company afloat and everything like that. I just don't have time. Okay. You know, I, I kind of, I think we kind of missed the boat, though, right? I look at the clubs, the Cubs, when they were going through a hundred years of not being successful, and then they went out and hired a guy. He was the president, CEO of the operation, and he made put the infrastructure in place that made it happen. When the Bears went out and got their CEO, you know, uh, even though what I call the operations officer, who was a general, ma- general manager, was already there, when when the coach got on got on the radio today and said, "I'm going on the outside to bring in consultants to be able to talk about how we can be better in every area of what we do," that's what corporations do. The CEO, his only responsibility is back to the McCaskies. You know, the operations officer, he's in charge of, you know, a piece of the football, the finance, the marketing, and all the other things. The coach is about the product. And the product said, we're going to go out and get other infrastructure stuff to come in and help us to be more successful. That was the greatest thing that I ever heard because that's what the Cubs said. And I think we're missing it. Instead of setting us looking for other coaches and going through other rebuilds and, and, and going through the other philosophies and things like that, we need to get behind what we already have. And it, it, it's coming from the top. We've got somebody who really knows how to build the infrastructure that will be long-term. And well, so wait, well, I, I'm, I'm lost here, Richard. Are you saying the greatest thing you ever heard was Matt Eberflus saying that he's bringing in some other consultants to help with his defense? Yes, because what it does, it validates that the president that they hired, not only to build a stadium, was to build the, build the brand. Okay? And that was a thing that corporations do. Every corporation on the world does. I don't care how great they are, Amazon or anybody else. They bring in people from the outside to look and to be able to give advice. And they pay billions of dollars a year for this type of you know, services. And I think that's what we're missing. 
And the thing for him to sit there and to say and to humble himself to say that I don't have all of the ideas, I don't have all of the solutions, I'm going to bring somebody in from the outside to help, not just for a defensive coordinator, because he when you when you challenged him on that, he didn't say defense. He said, "I need somebody to look at our operation to help us to be better." That's coming from your CEO. I think That's Richard. I, I think from the time that that Kevin Warren got here and looked at what what he was, you know, uh, what what was, you know, his mission. I guess would be the best way to describe it. I think adding people to the organization has been something that's been important. And it's just like, and Richard talked about it, the Cubs added people in scouting it, and they enhanced. Build it out. Building it all out. It's one of the things that the White Sox probably need to do, focus a lot on going forward. And I think the Bears have focused more on that. I don't necessarily think that that means that you don't, have to change your coach you still have to have the right coach you have to have the right infrastructure and you have to have the right approach but you also have to have the right football coach too you know they're they they can be mutually exclusive that's all you can do now yes like that's a patchwork thing i want to know what kevin warren's going to do at the end of the year that's my that's now if this is this is the only thing then i'm worried but if it's not business as usual and then he's going to go outside the building and run the show and run point on a new search. Then I'll say business is running differently like the Cubs ran differently. That's my hope. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, the reason they're doing this, too, getting outside influences, is because they don't have a defensive coordinator. Yeah. The defensive coordinator left the building after week one. They're, whether or not Matt Eberflus has done uh, the defensive coordinator's job before, they are running without a defensive coordinator. How many teams run without a defensive coordinator? Even if the head coach calls the defense, there still is a job inside that team's office that is a defensive coordinator. Look, take Buffalo. Uh, I don't know who it is now, but Leslie Frazier was beforehand it? was the defensive uh, uh, coordinator under Sean McDermott. Whether it's McDermott's defense or not, right. you always have a defensive coordinator. So whether or not Eberflus and Allen Williams are debating with each other on what's going right and what's going wrong and how to fix things, there's no one other than Hoke and some of the other position coaches. They are a man short. They're a man short on, on coming up with answers. So that that's all well and good now, but I like yes, they should be looking for more answers because they don't have the manpower inside the building because they've been operating without an important person inside that building. It's going to be a roller coaster this year, more than likely. And as we have found out over the course of time, every week's almost like a season in the National Football League. After three weeks, we basically wanted to quit football and move to a different town. Now there's a little bit of a buzz. Like, it's going to be an interesting year to see how everyone does their job. And at the end of the year, with Kevin Warren leading the charge and with Ryan Poles, there are going to be a lot of very important decisions that are going to be made. Did you hear Tyler this weekend, I guess, was I trying to paint a picture of seven? Well, guys, uh, Kevin, what did uh, Tyler say? Did he say seven wins over the weekend with Shea? Uh, I is, think, is that what Cap was getting mad at him about? Yeah, I uh, I have the audio here. You want me to play yes, it real quick? Yeah, do you have it? Can you play that for Waddle? I do. Yeah. Was it, it, is this just 
Is this with Tyler or is this just Cap getting mad at Tyler this morning? So this was uh, Tyler and Shay. They were in for Peggy and Dion Saturday, and they were uh, they were feeling it. They were drinking the Kool Aid. Listen bit. to well, this. Kool Aid. Yeah, listen to this. I'm willing to. To get a little drunk on the Kool-Aid here. I'm not telling you they're going to win 9, 10 games, go on some crazy streak, and make the playoffs. But can we hope for 7 or 8 and you look capable and there's something we can build on? We went through the schedule last segment. It's not super difficult. Dude, I look at the schedule, man. There's a lot of wins left here. Like, I think you can beat Minnesota. Vegas, Josh McDaniels, he's got to hand you the game. I mean, that guy's a moron. (laughs) The only team that's going to beat you if you're playing like they did against the Commanders is the Bills right now because the Bills are averaging 41 points over the last three games. But, uh, I mean, the way that this team... You ain't putting 40 on the Bills. What happened to Tyler? Did Have we not taught him anything? Did he go on the on the radio this weekend saying the only team that, that the only team that could beat the Bears if they play like that is the Bills? Yeah, Cap was not not happy with that. Here's Cap's reaction to hearing that. The only team that's going to beat you is the Bills. You just were down thirty four nothing at the half to the Chiefs. You lost at home to the Broncos. Stop the bare arrogance, Jesus Christ! Open mouth, say things on a Saturday afternoon. Oh my God! I'm literally in my garage going. Those two didn't just say this. They didn't just say that immediately. It was a bit much. Who did I call? Jay Moore. I go, Jay Moore, you got to hear this. Oh, my God. I'm texting with Hoodie. I'm like, we got to bring this back. Holy smokes. We could have brought eight more cuts back. No, stop that. We went through the schedule. I, I was entertained. Did, Take that. Well, then thank you. Jesus I, Christ. Oh. <laughs> it is crazy how... Folks careen from one guardrail to the next. This is the worst team in the history of football. Everybody's gone. We're going to have the first and second pick. Yes. And I think they do have the first and second pick still right now to seven, eight, or nine. Like, <laughs> I would have said the same thing in week one as I'm saying now. Let it breathe. Let it play out. Everything will pretty much define itself. Over the next 12 or 13 weeks. We're back in the hunt. Of what? They got us back in the hunt. Shay and Tyler's got us back in the hunt. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that made me laugh this morning. That is good. That, that is good. Laugh. All right, Models World is coming up. We're going to talk to Robert Mays about all this uh, bear stuff. The Mays NFL has probably stuff. got it for twelve wins, right? No, no Mays is on the Mays other side the of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe right. Mays can talk some sense into Tyler. Mays and is, Shay. Yes, Mays is is very usually even keel. And we'll see his Justin Fields won him over the last couple of weeks because he was skeptical come, coming into the year. So uh, Waddle's World is coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. 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 Weird
weird. Let's get weird. By the way, can you call Tyler and just see if he's okay? Or maybe he's in a local hospital with a head wound or something. Just make sure he's all right. Wellness please. check. A yeah. wellness check. Ask him. Because the, the, the reason I say that is because the Bills aren't even on the Bears' schedule. So the Bills aren't, they're not going to play the Bills. So when Tyler says, if you keep playing like they did in Washington. We, we take the, the Niners, team, too. Yeah, the only team that could we could see him beating them is the Bills. Bills aren't on their schedule. And the Bills aren't even the best team. Right. Like the Niners, we, we got the Niners. Yeah. Well, we got the Niners last year. That just means we'll get them this year. Yeah. So see if you can. What? Waddle's World is brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us, member FDIC. Is this, is this just the way it is, like, now because of the environment? Is it always it's been the, like this? It's the first take era. Is that what it is? I think it is. The careening from one end of the spectrum to the other? Just changes like week you said to week. last week. Greeny was blaming Justin Fields' struggles completely on the coaching staff. Nine hundred and fifty yards later, over the last two weeks, what are they saying on Get Up? Yes, yeah, that he's 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 Is better. Bad. Yes, will will the Bears pass on Caleb Williams if they end up with the number one pick? That will be the next topic. What happened to all of us? Well, that, that it's got to be like either this big take or that big That's take. That's my point. There's nothing just... Like I said, a football season no is a lifetime. The ebbs and flows of an of a major, or an NFL season to me are unlike any. Maybe, you know, I, I guess you could equate it to other sports as well because the baseball season is so damn long. But every week is like a season in the NFL sometimes in some years. Did you find, is he okay? He's fine. Okay. By the way, um, you interested in a sober October? No. I you know you, you, you're very anti these. Well, I'm, I'm all for you doing whatever the hell you want to do, but. You I think it leads think to more binging when I it's do. over? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You buy what I'm selling? I, a little bit. Yeah. I do. I, think. Well, I can't wait to get through this dry month so I can get hammered for an entire 30 straight days. At the end of two months, haven't you really just, like, if you are going to get get down and get after it in November because you had a dry October, if we look at this in a two-month kind of time frame, haven't you really just had the same? Had if you, the same if as you drink if you, responsibly. Yes. But they're saying, here's what happens to your body when you give up alcohol for a month. Experts say ditching alcohol for a month could lead to healthier skin, weight loss, better sleep, and lower the risk for future health scares. Okay. And you'd be bored as hell. <laughs> That's one of the side effects, is you're going to be bored as hell. I did it one I'm January. Joking. One January. Did you really? Years ago. And what did you think? It, it, it sucked. Did you feel like like it, it accomplished anything other than no. making you miserable? No. And I was and, single at the time, oh, so you it can't do that worse. when you. Yeah. yeah. You got to do that when you're in a yeah. relationship yeah. or you're married or something. Right. I did a sober May earlier this year. For what reason? Just uh, Just to dry out. And yeah. how'd you feel? Uh, I felt better. Like, yeah. I could tell. I did lose a little bit of weight, saved a lot of money. Yeah. It, it was not bad. May, yeah. May, you regretted it for any reason? No, absolutely not. No. Kevin Zipak in for. Uh, are you in for Miller or Tyler, Kevin? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Because Justin uh, Pottinger's in for which one? Yes. I'm in for Tyler. Okay. So uh, Kevin's in for Meller. 
May's a t- like I don't think there are any good months to do it. May the weather is finally turning. Right. You're, like it's good beer Let's garden go out and weather. Have some drag. Yes. I was doing it on hard mode. You understand? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You did it on what? Hard mode. Heart mode? Hard. Difficult. Hard mode. Difficult. You yeah. want to make it as difficult on you as possible. Correct. Listen, you do you. I'm saying that to everybody. You do you. Sounds like a big waste of time. But I was also scolding some of my friends on Saturday for using koozies on their beers. I know. That's been your thing for years. I just don't understand. That's one of Waddle's uh, rules of life. It, it, it is, truly. If I had ten, ten commandments, one is, is, why do you need a koozie? Because? Because you don't drink your beer fast enough. Why would I want to drink a beer slowly and, and let it get whiz warm? No thanks. This one's for you. Uh, just four months after announcing that the hot dog-shaped Wienermobile was changing yeah. its name to the Frankmobile, the distinct, the distinctive Wiener on wheels is reverting back to the original name. The Wienermobile. Oscar Mayer, which has several of the vehicles... Just in case you didn't know that, there's not just one Wienermobile, there's several. Do you know I got turned down? Uh, I reached out to somebody trying to drive it, and I got turned down. Why? What do you mean, why? Why did they turn you down? They said that they you have you? to be an intern to drive it. Oh, so you have to be, okay, so you have to devote some time to them. Remember, like... Well, sign up as an intern and quit as soon as you get out of the car. <laughs> right? Like we had that, I mean, we had people do that here over the years, didn't we? <laughs> Intern for a day, and then they just. Have we left. had a couple of those? And then they just they never you came have back. Been the Wiener Mobile intern for a day. Hey, what happened to that intern? Yeah, he just he never came back. Well, I'm just here to tell you that the Wiener Mobile rides again. Do you think that that was the plan all along, and they just are doing this to get free publicity? That. They never really intended to change well, the name. The name change announced by the Kraft Heinz company back in May when Kevin was getting his dry on was meant to pay homage to the brand's 100% beef franks in their new recipe. Is it homage or homage? Pay homage, homage? is what it's I would no say. H, right? I don't use yeah. the H. It's, it's an H-less word. Oh, you a, just said homage, and then no, the, before homage. you said homage. Is it pay homage or homage pay homage? Or homage? Pay homage. 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 Homage? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Homage or homage? Homage. Okay. The youngest one outside. We got some kids out there. Yes. Are you guys said. off for Columbus Day? All right. Did you guys not have school today? No? Some kids Everybody miss. off for school? My Did your kids, kids are, at school? My kids were off. Danny's kids were not off. Really? Yeah. Okay, well that's the uh, that's your latest story on the Wiener Mobile. Do you want some uh, you want some injury updates? Yes. Giants coach, uh, the coaches are hopeful that Daniel Jones will be able to play against the Bills. Maybe some of the coaches, some of the coaches may not be hopeful that he'll play against the Bills. He has a bad neck, right? Uh, yes, he got uh, sacked again. Um, sacked. And again, and I believe the Giants lost three of their starting offensive linemen in that game. Uh, Kevin O'Connell says the Vikings will not rush. Uh, Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson back. He went down with a hammy. Uh, my guess is is that uh, they're going to be very cautious with him because of his extensive value to that franchise. I think it's an interesting question going forward now too, because Kirk Cousins doesn't have any you know guaranteed money at the end of this year. Is that would the Jets or somebody be willing to make a trade for him? It would be the Jets. Yes, just for the remainder of this season. What could they? And get what for would him? you give up for? Yes. Him? 
because it, it it's a rental. This yeah. is like oh, a yeah. baseball because Aaron Rodgers is coming back, and some that Aaron Rodgers is trying to sell you on he's going to be available for the postseason if they get there. Yeah, but there's not going to be any postseason if, in fact, it's Zach Wilson for the remainder of the year. It, yes, I, I want more of a baseball style trade deadline too. I like more trades. More trades, more better. I agree with you. Anthony Richardson uh, is going to miss some time for the Colts. Uh, I think it was like a grade two or three uh, shoulder shoulder separation uh, in their game. You could tell with the way he was playing. And I'll tip my cap to the Colts. They play hard. Yeah. They play hard. Uh, But you could tell with the reckless way he was playing when he was in there. I mean, he'd been hurt a couple of times that... That this was a distinct possibility. It's one of the other things I'll say to you after watching the Washington game again. Not only is Justin, he's still efficient running the football. He's running the football much more, how would you say, uh, would be the West. I, I mean, intelligently, yes. But he's judiciously, maybe is the best way to say it. He is not, like when he can get what he can get and get out of bounds, he's not taking that extra hit the way he did last Don't year. Don't run just to run. Yes. And then so if, that you can, if you can scramble well. to throw, that's better. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Ravens are spending the entire week in London to prepare for their game with the Titans. I think the Jacksonville Jags had a distinct advantage over the Bills. Yes. And we talked about this a little bit on Friday. Them staying there for the entire week. I didn't even know, like last week, that they were playing consecutive Sundays in London. Well, they know how to navigate one week, and then when they get both weeks there back-to-back, they've adjusted. I, By the way, I was driving back from Cincinnati when this game was being played, but I was listening to it a little bit, and for those who did watch it, I, I think even Orlovsky, who careens from guardrail to guardrail at times as well, said it was his his best game. Did you see the game? I didn't see it. Yesterday's game? Uh, no, the uh, yeah, the Jacksonville game. Jacksonville, the, the Jags and the Bills. Yes. And, and Orlovsky said he thought it was, was Trevor Lawrence's best game as a pro. His stats were really, really good. Did and they, you? Like, I felt like they should have scored more points. Like, they kept, like, a lot of that game, they kept making mistakes to not score. And then finally, they, they stepped on the gas a little bit later. Okay. Um, from the Boston Globe. The Patriots didn't just lose to the Saints. Bill Belichick gave up. That's from Ben Volan. Um, does Bill Belichick ever give up? I don't know if he gives up, but this team is hot mess. He says they're starting over, too. Did you see that after the game? Meaning what? They need to start over. Is he the guy you want? the, The greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Do you want him... In charge of the start over, the redo, the start up. Damian Woody, who played for him for many years, I think had the best line and has been saying this for the last few years. He said, general manager Bill Belichick killed Bill Belichick head coach. That, that, that's, that's the reason why Bill he Belichick... He didn't do himself had, any favors. Bill Belichick head coach is getting fired because of Bill Belichick general manager. It, there is. I'm, I'm sure there are some people that are enjoying the hell out of this because the Patriots dominated for so long, especially if you reside in the, the AFC East. Do you think Brady's enjoying this? Secretly, do you think he's enjoying it? I think there's probably a wry smile every now and again. 
Does, does he really just do wry smiles? In public, you know, yes. You know In him. public. I don't he, think he would. He's too savvy no, to ever I'm do I'm talking the, about deep in his... Oh, in his heart. Yeah, he knows. Does, is, does, is he loving I that? just think he's. this is the world's greatest I told you so. But Brady is, has been outwardly loved by the owner. I mean, so. Right. Like, he is the, there's no question he is the most, you know, he's the most popular guy in that organization over the last 20 years. As good as Belichick. Tommy is like a son to me. Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a little extra giddy up in his step. By the way, does he have any of that? Has the ownership thing been solidified with the I thought uh, Raiders there was, yet? There were some. There were some issues. I thought. I thought I read something That's what like I that. Thought. Did you see too? He was at the uh, finally at the WNBA game. Uh, he has a part ownership in the Vegas yes. Aces. Yeah, and they were busting his chops that it was the first game he finally showed up to the the game one of the finals. And one of the He's players, been busy. one of the foot players, said to him, "It's about effing time he showed up." I don't He's the owner. You know, you own how you want to own, right? Bob's got a, uh, does he got a, uh, a koozie story for us, he says? Bob, what's yes, up? sir. How are you? I'm good. Good. So I have a koozie story. A okay. buddy of mine, Mark, bought me a koozie, shows up amongst a lot of buddies of mine, hands me the koozie. Another guy says, why'd you buy him a koozie? And I said, I don't drink beer that slow. He just said, you drink it so fast, I didn't want you to get a frostbite. <laughs> So that's my reason for having a koozie. Okay. So you just, I mean, you just want to protect your hand because you're constantly reloading with a cold one. Yep. Okay. That's fair. And so you've kind of reversed engineered the, the use of a koozie. Like he gets yeah. he gets frostbit by the... Right. By, by because the he's chin. he's restocking so frequently. Okay. Yes. That's fair. All right. Good call, Bob. Good stuff. Thank like you. Yeah. No Bye. problem. Uh, by the way, did you see? Are you been following the Major League Baseball playoffs at all? Well, I got I got lost this weekend because I looked at the scores and I saw what happened. But I had money I on the Astros last night. That didn't go well. Didn't go well. No, I, and I I got lost in it because, or I got I didn't get lost in it because I didn't watch much baseball because of football. Right. I was watching college football and I was watching the NFL. Well, you're going to watch tonight, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, in. Packers in, in Vegas. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. Well, you got two TVs in the house, don't you? Yeah. Well, I'll go downstairs. Do tomorrow. you have the uh, the couch set up uh, yet? Everything? Not yet. No, we got to finalize well, this. Was he making this stuff I know. by hand? I what was, are we doing? Can we get I was going to do it this weekend with Steinhoffels. Get that thing set I up. I got to. I got to finalize it. Anyway, uh, Clayton Kershaw was pulled after allowing six runs in the first. It's crazy. Um, Hembo was talking about it today. Maybe like one of the greatest regular season pitchers and one of the worst playoff pitchers. These kids that we we have four kids out outside. They're three boys and a girl, and they're dialed in right now. And the they're mo- the most attentive audience we've ever had. The mom in sixteen has, years. The mom has wanted to leave. Yes. for like ten minutes, yes. and she has taken them away. Yes. twice. And the kids have doubled back. He's the, like the oldest. Times. He's got a Celtics hat. Are you not a Bulls fan? He is. He just got. You know what he said? My head is cold, and I just I grabbed a hat before we yeah. left the house. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Clayton Kershaw got uh, got lit up. I have not seen a lot of the playoffs just yet for a lot of the reasons you just mentioned. But uh, I will. I will be dialed in. You, How about you know the what Rangers team? are red hot? Yes. And you know what? The other team that I enjoy watching play is the Diamondbacks. Yes. Now I know that's probably that that cuts 
kind of deep because they, they, they gave it to you guys. Now I'm, I'm over it. But that's a team that's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So I'll be watching some baseball tonight. Phillies and Braves. Did you Schwarber's see? still hitting bombs. Schwarber's uh, a DraftKings just sent out. He's the most bet on player to hit a home run today. What is it? What are the odds? Plus, I want to say three twenty-five really or something. Yeah, that's not that's not good odds. But anyway, the uh, Phillies lead that series with the Braves one zip, and as I said, Arizona's leading the Diamondbacks. Excuse me, the Dodgers one zip in their series, two games tonight. So you can watch some baseball as well as some football. Is Kyle Schwarber same uh, four plus four twenty-five on Schwarber? Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. Is is um is Kyle? I I tweeted out the other day. I get the same vibes. Playoff Schwarbs and playoff Jimmy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. By the way, uh, the uh, it's Max Fried who's who's pitching tonight for Atlanta. I got his name right, correct? Yeah. Schwarber in his career against Max Fried, three of twenty three with a home run, two driven in, and ten strikeouts. Okay, well, I'm just giving you some background on whether or not you would like to to place a bet on. Uh, a home run. Well, I like the Braves tonight. What do you think? JT Real Muto is 14 of 40 with three dingers against Max Free. Okay, so you like the Braves? I do. Um, ooh, Acuna in 46 at bats has four home runs against Zach Wheeler. There may be some value there. So I guess let's get our gamble on later in the day. You okay. want to get our gamble yeah, on later we'll in the day? Come up with a bat, show bat? Yeah. All right, when we come back, uh, I do have some nonsense, including a story about giraffe poop. You kids want to hang around for that. There's a giraffe poop Does story giraffe coming up next. giraffe poop look like most animal poop? Uh, yeah. yeah. It does? What did you think it looked like? Well, like, you know how deer it's, poop? It's, 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 deer poop, like, it's deer It's not poop. candy canes. Well, listen, deer, it doesn't. Little pellets. Pellets. Yeah. So but, I didn't know. But they're like giant piles of the deer pellets. I know. But that's a good point. So that is really weird why deer say that's how deer So who knows what giraffe? Deer poop looks like. Maybe that. it comes out like a banana. My dog was sick last night. It was coming out like a faucet. I spent five hours in the uh the the doggy vet emergency room last night. I've had no sleep like, in a week. Like owner. Like the, like dogs yeah. always, the dogs always look like the owner. Yeah. Your dog poops like the owner. We'll be back in a, boat, in a bit. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah. If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. agents poo-pooed the plans of an Iowa woman who wanted to make jewelry from giraffe feces she had picked up on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. in her luggage. The woman declared the small box of poop when she was selected to have her belongings inspected upon arriving at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport on September 29th. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the woman, who was not identified, told officials she planned to use the waste to make a necklace, as she had done in the past with moose poop. If I told you, and I didn't, I didn't tell you, had I not told you where she was from, where would you have guessed? Or did you hear where she was from? Did you not pay attention to where no, I said you she said, was from? No, you said, didn't you say Minneapolis? Uh, they, they were flying into the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, but it's not necessarily the state that they live in. What state do you believe the woman who wanted to make a necklace out of giraffe poop actually lives in? Wisconsin? Close. That's a good guess. 
They're your home for poop necklaces. I don't know what that means. Uh, Iowa? Yes! Well done, sir. Yes. Giraffe poop can be brought to the U.S. with the proper permits and inspections. According to uh, Minnesota Public Radio, the station reported that the woman won't face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to customs. The agency's agriculture, uh, agriculture specialist destroyed the giraffe poop. Why would you want to make... Why would you want to do that? It's fertilizer. What, what, what you do you want to make, make a na- necklace look my, out of it? Look at my bracelet. What is that, dog poop? Yeah. No, that. you know what that looks like? That looks like deer poop. And why does deer poop look like it does? It, it is amazing, isn't it? This may be my favorite story for quite some time. Not that one. Artist ordered to pay museum back $77,000 after submitting two blank canvases under the title Take the Money and Run. That's art. That's brilliant. <laughs> isn't it? An artist has lost his lengthy battle with a Danish museum after submitting two blank canvases and taking off with the loaned cash that was meant to be displayed inside the artworks. Danish artist Jan Hanning was ordered by a Copenhagen court to pay the Museum of Art 500,000 Danish kroner. I call, this take, I call this take the money and run? Yes. Is that what he called it? Yes. He submitted two blank canvases under the title Take the Money and Run. That's pretty good. Isn't that awesome? And this is At also least he's a good one. Yes. Uh, a funeral home listed for sale in Massachusetts is getting attention due to a sign posted outside the property stating it's probably haunted. Probably haunted. Probably haunted on the for sale sign outside of the uh, the funeral home. That's fantastic, I, isn't I, it? I hey, you know what? I'm just going to tell you. This thing's probably haunted. So if you buy it, buyer beware. It's listed for $769,000. It's in Millsbury. So, so it's, it's a funeral home? Yeah. See, but how many how many funeral homes had people die in them? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, they get the Probably dead bodies, yeah. but it's, I would think that the haunted I, houses are I don't know that the haunting is just directly related to dying in the spot, right? That's how I interpret That's how you interpret haunted, haunted yes. Uh, homes? Yes. Like in your spiritual world, it yeah. is yes. like, the place where, where the person expires is yes, where you would be haunted. Yes, yes, like if you just because it housed a bunch dead of bodies, dead bodies, are the spirit, you're saying the, the spirit left. go with the body? I say the spirit goes where it died. So the spirit had already left before the embalming yes, took place. Yes. Okay. That. But I. So you wouldn't be afraid to buy the home and then turn it into a, no, a house. Well, I mean, it's it's creepy that there were so many dead bodies there. Yeah, but if you don't think it's haunted, you got. Well, I guess the cemetery, though. I mean, I, I, who the hell knows? I is that? Do we know anything less about that than? Is there anything we know less about than than death? Uh, how to win football games consistently. <laughs> That's just Chicago, though. By the way, we have made contact with Tyler. He's in North Carolina playing golf and doesn't remember making the statement on Saturday. Oh, really? He was yeah. that drunk? Yeah, I don't know if he was drunk because he was on the show, but he doesn't remember making the statement that if the Bears continue to play like they did in Washington, only the Bills could he be He really dead. doesn't remember? He just doesn't want to own up to it because he's been catching is? strays today. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. All right, that's all. All right, Robert Mays joins us next. Mays is one of the best NFL minds out there. Um, He was skeptical about Justin Fields before the season started. 
after what he's seen the last couple of weeks, does he believe Fields is in the process of turning the corner with true growth? We will talk to Mays coming up next.